Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So... <laughs> So you just saw there Leonardo DiCaprio having the Mickey taken out of him a little bit by Ricky Gervais. But why so? What was the big deal? Well, maybe you don't know, but Leonardo DiCaprio has never dated a woman over the age of 25. And nowadays he's around 45, I guess, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. And I think when this clip was shot, uh, he was about 45. 45 and you've probably heard about the half your age plus seven rule for what's a socially acceptable age gap so you know just say he was 44 at the time 22 plus 7 would equal 29 and that's basically the reason why he's getting this social opprobrium obviously there in the west in the u.s because the age gap is outside of that range of what's socially acceptable hmm. so greetings from Nova Kakovka in the south of Ukraine and right here in Eastern Europe that social problem does not extend to that kind of age gap where a highly successful 44 45 year old man is dating a uh, model in her early 20s that doesn't carry the same social problem here but of course there is a limit on what age gaps that are acceptable also in uh, Eastern Europe. And in today's video, I'm going to be explaining a bit more in depth and something that's going to be more tangible for you about how to understand uh, age gap because it's not really the age gap what's important. Uh, I saw a video by some other YouTubers and they come up with some strange odd number to explain, you know, what is the right age gap to have. And that seemed to me to just completely miss the point. The real issue is the value gap. So, in today's Vodka Valkas, welcome, Privyat, we are going to be going into exactly what the value gap is, how it relates to an age gap, and how you can obviously stay clear of making, you know, a big mistake if you come here to Ukraine and you start dating local women. It also applies for other parts of Eastern Europe like Russia, Belarus, Moldova, etc. So I'm here actually, to start off, I'm here in a vineyard in the south of Ukraine near to Kherson. It's just down the road about an hour. I was there this morning. And uh, this is the first vodkas I've actually shot for a while. Last ones were back up in, uh, in Odessa, the last vodkas that I did for the channel. Uh, so it's been good to get out. You can see the weather is starting to uh, improve here in Ukraine. We're actually going to have about two weeks uh, ahead of us apparently according to the forecast but I'm shooting this video uh, in April in about mid-April 2021 just for reference you're wondering about the weather but this is a beautiful place so let me illustrate a little bit what I mean by value gap as opposed to age gap now I remember it's good many years ago I was in Munich I was actually there as part of some studies I was doing I was at a summer school about strategic studies and uh, we went out partying and stuff and I met a girl will say reasonably attractive for southern Germany in her early 20s and she had just met Mick Jagger when she'd been out partying I think it was, I think I met her during the day at a museum and uh, yeah she'd been from the night before and she was super super excited and uh, seemed incredibly 
I don't think turned on is, is the word because obviously she wasn't there with Mick Jagger at the time, but she looked really, really impressed and seemed to have a lot of attraction for Mick Jagger. Obviously, he's a very famous singer. He has a lot of status, getting a lot of money as well. But the age gap must have been massive. Now, there was probably, I mean, there was, way, there was more than a 40-year age gap between them, but she definitely seemed very attracted to him in that moment at least so really is the age gap that important now there obviously we have Mick Jagger whose value in this girl's eyes is extremely high massified the guy's obviously a very famous one of the most famous uh, rock stars of all time and everything that comes with that and that rock star lifestyle and then we have uh, a German girl who's above average looking but you know she's not you know, the girls that Leonardo DiCaprio was dating, for example, you know, like Giselle Bunchen, one of the most famous international models, we'll say 10 years ago. Uh, so there you had very clearly a big value gap between this girl and Mick Jagger. And that seemed to completely negate any age gap, because obviously 40 years plus or minus, maybe it was more, is a massive age gap. So you're going to hear a lot of people saying, oh, the age gap is more over 10 years or 15 years. Um, and I'll dive into a little bit how age does affect your value and how it plays in a little bit later in the video, but that's not really the important element. Uh, you know, you could be a guy who's considered, I don't know, we'll say you're considered a, uh, a seven in where, say, we'll say you're American and you're in the US, right? So you're in California, you're considered uh, a seven and, you, and you're like 40 years of, old, of age and you meet a girl who is 20 years of age, who's who's a who's a three right and she's interested in you well well there i mean obviously you have a pretty big value gap of again we'll put, give me a four points out of ten so you know the age gap is probably not going to be a massive issue for her probably right unless there's some social dynamic that's you know her friends are looking down or something that causes your value to drop but uh in that moment for sure it's not going to uh make a significant difference the age gap is not really an important thing now if you're the same guy and you meet <laughs> if you meet Giselle Bunchen, well first of all the value gap there she's a girl, woman we'll say at her peak 10 right I mean nine or ten whatever right so uh, now you're a seven well she's not gonna be interested in you even if there's no age gap right so uh, and then we'll take the question that you know you meet a woman in the US who's say a seven and yeah, she can be seven if she's 22 or she can be seven if she's 40 a lot harder for one we'll go into that later and that's really going to be the important thing obviously you then have to match well with the woman to have a relationship with her it's not just about these arbit well not really arbitrary scores but we'll say these uh, objective rankings within say a dating market obviously you still have to have that rapport and stuff so this is the important point i think for guys to focus on uh it's something that you know, I was asking my questionnaire for guys who want to live this bizarre experience for me. You know, what demographic age range are you interested in dating for, in? Because, you know, some guys, they really want to have a woman who's, say, uh, in her prime, 20 to 25. Uh, that's what they're aiming for. And then you've other guys who are, you know, they only want women over 30. Um, there can be specific reasons for that. Uh, of course, like maybe they're, maybe they're a bit older and they don't want kids, for example, and they want the woman already to have gone through that phase. Um, you know, that they're not under pressure to have more kids, maybe they have kids from previous relationship, but guys who are say 40 don't have kids, they normally uh, want to go for women who are, you know, maybe between 20 and 30, we'll say overall, because women, as I'm gonna go into later, they tend to peak in that mid 20 
uh, age period. So let me tell you now a second anecdote. I had a prospective client call with a guy from the US. It was, it was a few months ago at this stage. And uh, I asked him, you know, what age group are you looking for? And I started to scribble, okay, here in Eastern Europe, uh, you know, Belarus, Ukraine, Russia, they have a lot of beautiful, beautiful women. And then he interrupted me. He said, yeah, I don't want a woman who's uh, really, really beautiful. I thought, okay, okay. What, what do you mean by that exactly? And he said, well, I consider myself, I think he said he was a six uh, in the US. And, you know, if I bring back an eight uh, to the US, she'll probably leave me when she's got residency and find some other better options. So I didn't find this particularly inspiring. <laughs> Obviously, in my line of work, would help guys reach their potential. Uh, but it did strike me that maybe he actually had a good point. And what he was referring to is international, we call beauty arbitrage, right? So let me explain what I mean. Uh, maybe you are this guy who's a six or a seven and you come here to Ukraine. Now, if you're a guy who has a real man mindset, like Russian guys like to say. So basically you have your stuff together, you understand the local culture here, uh, you know how to behave, you're able to basically um, project yourself very well, uh, which most Western guys when they come don't. That's one of the things I work with a lot with clients so that they can adapt to local culture and actually maximize the potential uh, uh, you know, as quickly as possible. We'll just say you're one of those guys. So uh, you, know, you come here to Ukraine, or maybe it's Belarus, maybe it's Russia, and instead of being that guy who was a seven in the US, you know, you're able to go to an eight or a nine on the local dating market, right? So <clears throat> you're here, you're now a nine, and well, maybe with my help, or you managed to figure it out by yourself, or you had another coach who helped you do that, and you meet a woman who is a nine in Ukraine, right? So you meet some beautiful woman, she has other qualities, not just beauty, she may be highly educated uh, and particularly uh, charming and interesting. Um, and you decide, okay, this is the woman for me. It's a, you, you build a relationship, you have, um, you know, have good rapport together, and then you bring her back to the US or to wherever your, your hometown is. And you go back to being a seven and your Ukrainian woman at this stage she's not even a nine at this stage she's a 10 she's absolutely Giselle Bunshin level international model level in your town and you've gone back to being a seven now there you obviously have a value gap right and if you have that value gap and it's quite large like if we'll say three points <laughs> in this case I mean actually maybe she would have been 11 <laughs> in the hometown like just just the most hottest girl in the you know 50 kilometer square kilometer radius, uh, our most attractive woman overall, then is that going to be a sustainable relationship? Well, maybe it is if you have a strong enough bond and a strong enough connection, but uh, you know, he was planning to come over for a short amount of time. He wasn't planning to move here, for example. Then the chance of building a really super, super strong uh, connection, obviously, you know, with a depth of experience is going to be limited. And then he's back in the US. She's, you know, got her these are residency uh, you know within a short period of time and she sees that she's you know a 10 at the least <laughs> and this guy's a seven well there he's, he's still above average but for her she has all these other guys who are the singletons or maybe even married guys who are the nines and tens and she says well yeah you know maybe this guy served his purpose getting me to us and allow me to upgrade right so i think that is a significant concern to pay attention to. So basically what you're dealing with there is arbitrage. He is arbitraging by moving here in the first place or coming over here in the first place. So, uh, you know, he's getting, uh, you know, here are the, you know, the women who are 
uh, a nine here are going to be off the chart. Well, it's still nine is very high. Maybe I should have said she's an eight and then she'd be a 10 back in the US. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so you see that, you know, his, his value goes up if he knows what he's doing. For actually most guys who come down here, they end up, especially Ukraine in particular, they don't actually do any higher than, because if you get put into certain categories like the sex, uh, sex tours ca category or kind of desperado wife hunter, unrealistic wife hunter, clueless category, then you're actually probably gonna have a lower value you know than you would back in your hometown ironically but we'll see even with the training he comes over and he's able to exploit that arbitrage uh because he's able to you know he's not in his own local dating market where he faces stronger competition from other guys and there's less supply we'll say on that on that other side demand and supply side of the of the graph so he's able to take advantage of that's here which is great right so boom way higher value woman uh, on the sexual uh, on the dating market we'll say so higher uh, sexual marketplace value of the woman and his value also goes up so that's a great thing but then the arbitrage you know is works the other way around when they move back to the states afterwards because now she's able to arbitrage that she's not in her local dating market where she was in my example the nine which probably wasn't the best number to take we'll say an eight we'll say she was an eight here and uh, he actually went down one number and now she's a 10 right so um yeah so you can see the difference and he's dropped down uh, a few points as well and then she's like well let me arbitrage this because i'm not back home anymore and then get a higher value guy that way so that's the kind of arbitrage you see and maybe this guy actually had a great point which is that realistically uh he didn't think that he could you know keep a woman who's a nine or ten i don't think that's you know really the case if you have a very strong frame and you have that real mind mind real man mindset as the russian guys like to say i still think it would work but definitely it's going to be under pressure uh if you have that massive value gap and that's connected to age for sure so let me explain um this is pretty standard i think uh if you look around in other videos from say the red pill community or even from uh, other dating coaches but basically women are going to hit their prime between 20 and 25 in general right so their maximum value on the dating market is going to be hit its peak between those two between those those years 20 to 25 uh it's not for everybody <laughs> there's some women who peak later some who peak a lot earlier um, but in general, that's when women normally hit their peak. That's because that's when they're most fertile. And us as guys, we're more visual. Uh, and that's just, you know, biology that we give more value to those women. Um, ceteris paribus to, every, to anything else that happens later. And obviously women, then they hit what's known as the wall uh, at a certain point, uh, normally in their 30s. Can be, you know, obviously nowadays with technology that might be expanded a little bit, but more or less than what happens is their value on the market starts to drop uh, really really quickly and dramatically once they go past a certain point and then sometime in her mid-30s when her fertility stops starts to drop biologically uh, her value on the dating marketplace will start to drop really dramatically it'll actually be sharp decline uh, that's why you'll hear a lot of women in their 40s in the west complain that they're invisible to men for example or they now suddenly don't have very many options and you know it happens a lot they focus on their career and they expect it to have the same or approximately the same values they had before even more value because they're you know more successful in their career but that's not how us men react to them uh, it's a pretty brutal market and the opposite is actually happening for us as men women in general don't assign the same value to us when we uh, don't 
when we're younger and in general don't have the same amount of resources, don't have the same amount of status, and normally we're not as confident. So these qualities are valued more by women than the visual cues, right? So they have a more mixed uh, bag of criteria than men do. They're not as visual so when they're looking for a partner. So our value, in fact, is going up, up, up through our 20s. Starting, first of all, starting very low if you're a young guy. Uh, and then it normally peaks between 35 and 45. So, you know, that's 20 years later than for women. So what happens there? Uh, I mean, men also hit a kind of a wall. No one ever talks about that so far as I've seen in, you know, the dating community here online, different dating communities or red pill or whatever it happens to be. Um, that basically men, I'm not really sure where we can say where it is, but when you look at the graph, it doesn't go drop as dramatically, first of all, and it tends to tapers off. But I think realistically, um, you know, definitely around 60, you would have to say men are going to hit the wall there. But you see a big difference. Like women are hitting that wall around 35 to 40 while men are hitting it. You know, it depends on the guy, how he takes care of himself. Same with the woman and it's not the same for everybody. We'll see within that range, say, you know, somewhere between 55 and 65, I, I would guess. That would be probably the inch range. But it's massive the difference. And this is where age gap plays into things. Because obviously if you're a guy and you have a value of, we'll say, uh, we'll just say that we're talking about a woman back in the States, right? Um, and our, our friend here, we'll call him Bob, uh, he's, a, he's a six. And um, he meets a woman who's also six. He meets two women. Two, both women are, also, are, are sixes. Uh, one, he, he's 40 years of age. Uh, the first six happens to be 35. Um, really looking good for her age. And then he has a younger girl who's maybe not as uh, attractive as the 35-year-old, but she has that youth and she's, say, 25, right? So they're going to be the same. Now, he's 40 and he's hitting his prime. So as far as I can see, really, there's not going to be much of a problem with an age gap either way. They're five years, 15 years, um, because the value gap is spot on. Now, of course, it has to be connection she has to be good fit for him that's one of the things i work on also in my online programs uh slavic seduction secrets for example we have uh, an ltr test which is like long-term relationship test make sure she is a good fit for you so you don't waste uh you know years of your life with a woman who's may, might be genuine might be great but just not the right fit for for you and you know time time waits for no man so you definitely don't want to be um investing your resources in terms of time emotions and uh, financial resources into relationship that's that's not going to work regardless of whether the woman is is a great a genuine person or not or you know a good person not a scammer not someone who's uh, maybe trying to take advantage of you financially or something like that or a gold digger assuming you want to avoid the gold diggers uh, which most of my clients do in general so that is important to note that uh, the value gap is really really the essential thing to understand and your value like say you're a guy and you're 30 well, most likely your value is going to be going up in the future. So you should think about that. Say you come to Ukraine and you meet a woman who's also 30 and um, you decide to move back to the States. Well, yeah, maybe in the beginning, you know, that increases this little bit of a value gap, but your value is going to be going up and her, you know, over the next 10 years is probably going to be going down most likely. And then maybe it'll end up back in equilibrium again. So uh, you want to think about that if you're a guy who say, 30 a younger guy you know a millennial uh that if you're both on the same level now uh going forward there's going to be a value graph the other way around that's maybe going to cause a few issues in you know if you want to have a long-term monogamous relationship for example that's probably going to be uh difficult uh because you're going to have a value gap going forward 
So definitely understand where your value is coming from as well. Maybe it's just going to be money, for example, right? Uh, maybe you don't have status, maybe you don't have the looks and it's coming and you're not, you don't have a real man mindset and you're just relying on the cash. And I think this is a stereotype where all these concerns come from with dating in Eastern Europe with respect to an age gap. Uh, like say you are uh, 55, fat, out of shape and you marry a woman who's like, you know, 30 years of age and great shape and hot and you take her from some, you know, small town in rural Ukraine, you bring her to a big city. I remember there was a guy who apparently worked at the same organization as me in, in Munich and I met his wife of about two months and she was immediately playing the field straight away. She was sending me messages the next day after meeting me. It was obvious there you have a massive value gap, right? It's not just that it's an age gap, it's exacerbated by an age gap. He's already more or less at the wall. I mean, the guy looked in his 50s and he looked terrible, uh, but he had the money, right? So this is, his value was just coming from the money. And that might increase a little bit, but realize that if that's the case then and there's nothing wrong with leading with money uh just be aware that it's not going to be uh you know a real connection with the woman that you meet in that kind of situation and uh anyone who's even promising to set it up with you hey i can have you know hot 25 year old uh here in ukraine uh, and she will love to just move to the west with you well in all likelihood that kind of situation is just going to be about money and you know there are sugar babe sugar daddy websites although you know they're popular you don't even have to come to ukraine to find that uh you know it's kind of it's basically a form of prostitution and anyone setting it up well yeah they're kind of like pimps and stuff so uh but if that's what you want then yeah just do it in full knowledge that's what you're going to get and um yeah just maybe one last point about the wall because i've mentioned guys around 55 and, and whatnot i recently saw uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, one of my compatriots, is a huge, obviously, Hollywood star. And uh, now he kind of looks like a grandpa. Um, and, you know, you have to remember him as James Bond, like at his peak. Uh, it's hard to me really to remember how old he was when he played James Bond. It's probably about 20 years ago at this stage. So I'm guessing he was like maybe mid 40s at the peak, as I said, you know, uh, about, you know, 45, maybe, you know, because he's a guy obviously looked after himself uh, at that time into his 50s. And now he's that bit older. And uh, yeah, it's just like his value has also started to drop. So just be aware of that exactly where uh, in terms of age, your value is going to hit your peak, where her value is going to hit her peak and when it's going to start to drop precipitously so that you're aware of all those factors. So that's my overview of the value gap in today's vodka vodcast and how it interacts with say the age gap that you'll hear a lot of other channels here talking about. And actually one of them, uh, who has a he's a, like a matchmaker he actually said that uh, the only big age gaps that he'd seen that worked were with guys that actually moved here to ukraine permanently um, because otherwise he, he was saying that like if it's you know on a website a dating site whatever and they're all looking at profiles um, then they're just going on the photos and your age and other kind of arbitrary well criteria like that rather than having met you in person and develop that attraction that that bond with you uh, and he actually has a good point I think uh, the way to obviously avoid say the arbitrage issue and moving back is just to move here and also you're gonna have a lot more time to meet women you're not gonna be any pressure uh, on a one-week trip trying to meet someone and start a, a you know a long-term relationship even if you've like you know developed a pipeline of uh, of dates whatever I'm gonna make a video about why uh, dates as a metric having dates set up uh, is the worst way to measure success in dating in Eastern Europe. I'm going to make that video pretty soon and another podcast for you here. 
So, if you are open to the possibility, and you should be, especially if you are a guy between the ages of 30 and 50 in particular, moving here to Ukraine for 3 to 12 months per year, then I have a few ways that I can help you with that. Uh, first of all, I have my high-level consultation group, Slavic Utopia Secrets Ukraine. I have them for also Belarus. Just when I'm filming this, we're about to close enrollment for the Belarusian version. But, you know, I'll have the links down below to all of those. And I'm going to do one for Russia almost certainly in the future. And there we work out things like the optimal visa strategy for you. Uh, you know, buying real estate here. I think these are amazing real estate opportunities. And then obviously, the, I think most viewers of my channel understand because <laughs> I repeat some of the huge advantages to moving here, like what I point out in today's podcast with the value gap um, that you can, I guess, the arbitrage that you can uh, exploit in terms of value gaps by coming here in the dating market. Uh, actually, I also have a podcast about, which I forgot to mention, where I talk about the internationalization of beauty uh, that's been happening because of technology and apps and Instagram and whatnot, and how that's starting to, at the very top level, kind of make it an international market. So you're going to lose a little bit of the arbitra arbitrage opportunities. So just be aware of that. I'll, I'll link it down below. It's kind of an interesting podcast for a guy who wants to go deeper intellectually on this subject and what's been going on. Um, but also, the Slavic Utopia Secrets uh, series is also down below there in the video description. And we go into things on top of what I've just mentioned, also things like the business opportunities, because there are things that have already worked in the West that haven't been implemented here. And that can be present some really, really amazing uh, business opportunities for you. Also cover the health system, because obviously if you spend a lot of time here, you need to have that. So you don't want to have a bad experience by not understanding what to do if you have an emergency, emergency for example. But also because of the cost of living differentials here, uh, there are amazing uh, opportunities as well to take advantage of the lower cost of living here and actually get healthcare and some other you know procedures done uh, for a fraction of the cost. We also covered that as well. So that is the end of today's podcast with me. See you very soon in the next one. Dobovacina, disvidania, ciao ciao from Nova Kokovka. Look it up if you've never heard of it. It's actually a really nice spot in the south of Ukraine. See you very soon in the next video. SAR EXPERIENCE